and I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. It's a very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to talk to somebody who works at a haunted house, like a haunted attraction that is allegedly haunted. So imagine that, like you're going through and you've got a leather face chasing with the chainsaw or whatever, but then there's the chance that you might run into an actual ghost. Okay, but the rules at those places are like, you're not supposed to touch the people coming in, but then if you get touched, that's the real ghost. That's the ghost. That's how you know. I used to work at one of those and I Did remember you really how fun they're really fun but a 12 year old got punched in the face by a scared dude Ew. I know it's like don't don't freak out yeah, it's you just can't... it's just a kid right it's unless not real. unless it's this haunted house so we're gonna hear about that in just a little bit <laughs> we have to say hi and thank you to our sponsors this month yeah! White Rock Ale House and a Brewery uh, say it fast uh, and you can say it easier Brewery brewery. See? brewery see the faster you say it the better it comes out this Saturday is their Craftoberfest which Ooh, is fun. like their Oktoberfest they're gonna have German food craft beers of course and a growler holding contest is that like growl like no it isn't Rebecca (laughs) I wanted it to be so bad (laughs) we were supposed to go have lunch there this week I know it just hasn't worked out it hasn't worked out and then I I had to get a root canal this week so you can't eat Um, drink because just know I'm going to mention the root canal multiple times (laughs) I did not get enough sympathy for the root canal so drink (laughs) upset about it Uh, yes so their website is whiterockalehouse.com also Oh, haunted AF t-shirts. If you go to hauntedaf.com. By the way, thank you for bringing me one. I ordered one online. It hasn't come in yet. Well, good, because these are actually a little different. I ordered this one originally, and it has mine and Rebecca's names on it. We changed the logo. Now it says Real Ghost Stories Told by Real People. Love it. And we also raised it a little bit, because as you can tell, it's sitting directly it's on my knockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even notice that until I took a picture of myself in the shirt and I posted it. I guess it's my kids. They pick on me to the point where I'm rendered sexless. Like my (laughs) mental image of myself is granny from the Beverly Hillbillies. Not even close. So it didn't even occur to me when I posted this picture (laughs) on on Twitter that's like, look at my boobies, you know? I I do love that the eye is almost right over the Almost right there. Almost. (laughs) But yeah, BJ Cleveland tweeted me and it was hashtag haunted boobies. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That is the name of my porn. Yeah. Hotty boobies. So we did. We raised the logo. It's not something that dudes would care about, but for the ladies, don't worry, it'll rust a little bit higher. Again, that is at hauntedaf.com. If you buy a shirt, please take a picture of yourself. Yeah, in we it. would love to see you wearing the haunted AF shirt. Love to see that. And make sure when you send it, tell us it's okay for us to share this because you know we're gonna right, post it course. everywhere. If you don't want us to share it, then we won't, but please send the picture anyhow because yeah. we really want to see it. And send some ghost stories while you're at it, because we're running low. Haunted AF podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Because, yeah, the well is almost.
almost dry right now, guys. And so. we're headed to Halloween, which is like our day. Right. We need seriously scary yes. ghost stories. Yes. Speaking of which, you know, we're always looking for the celebrity ghost stories. Yeah. So I got to do an interview this week with Alicia Wainwright and Jason Ritter. Yeah. They're on a new show called Raising Dion. It's on Netflix right now. Totally binge worthy. It's kind of like Stranger Things, but with a superhero kid. Oh, that sounds fun. really good. Michael B. Jordan is in it as well. I so, heart Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, and he's executive producing on this too, which is super cool. Ooh, so yeah, it. check that out on Netflix. I got to sit down with Alicia Wainwright and Jason Ritter. Mm-hmm. And of course, because I'm always looking for stories for this, I said, oh, since it's Halloween, I let's, love t- it. let's tell some ghost stories. I love that you asked. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> My 12-year-old Lucy, yeah. she loves Jason Ritter. Because he's adorable. And she was like, do not ask him. Don't mom... <laughs> She got so mad. She got <laughs> mad at me just at the thought of me asking Jason Ritter for ghost stories. Because he's going to know that you're her mom. Yeah. Like, come on. But she said, and furthermore, don't say, my daughter told me to not do this, which is exactly, exactly what, what I did. did. That's exactly what I, I did. It. But anyhow, so this is what Alicia Wainwright had to say when I asked about ghost stories. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? Yes. yes. Um, so in college, I had a roommate who had it a lot, and she used to like to nap during the day. And then all of a sudden, she'd just start screaming from her sleep and then be like, I was awake for the last 10 minutes and I couldn't talk to anybody. And so anytime I saw her napping, I wanted to hold her because I didn't know whether or not she was actually asleep or if she was fighting to wake up. And so then um, I had my own first experience with it this year. I had it two nights in a row in the middle of the night around the same time, which made, and I had just moved into my house. Um, And so it really made me think that there was something messed up with it. But my whole being just is just really believing that there's no such thing as ghosts because I think if you give it a lot of attention, that's when you start to see things that scare you. Mm -hmm. So even though I was experiencing sleep paralysis, I just told myself it must have been something I ate. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's not anything tied to my house. No, you're totally haunted. Your house is totally haunted, (laughs) Alicia. Why would you, like, she's got indigestion so bad that it it throws her in time. It's just her belly is just hurting so bad, like, you're frozen. So I don't think she's haunted, but Jay Jason Ritter did have a legit ghost story. Well, a friend of mine, one of his mom's friends was a very strange, creepy woman. Always kind of gave him the chills. Right. She, he remembers that she had big glasses and like long kind of frizzy hair and just was always like kind of serious. She passed away and one night he woke up and she was standing at the foot of his bed. <laughs> which is not cool. And then he started screaming for his mom and his mom came, saw her too, <gasps> turned on the lights and she was gone, but they they both saw her. And why do you think she went to him? Maybe she was trying in a misguided way to be like, I'm not creepy. <laughs> How freaking adorable oh is he? Oh my gosh. He reminds me so much of his dad. I know. Like, so much like his dad. It's crazy. I know. And when I left, I had to do the whole like, I loved your dad. Oh. And I'm sure he gets that all the I time. Know, I'm sure. Again, Raising Dion, check that out on Netflix. And again, thank you, Jason Ritter and Alicia Wainwright. I already posted the Jason Ritter story on Twitter. Yeah. And he liked it. Oh, 
immediately though, I'm like, I wonder if he's going to listen to the podcast. Right. Maybe he'll listen to the podcast. <gasps> Panic. Uh, okay. And since we're doing celebrity ghost stories, there was one that Bill Hader did on Ellen DeGeneres mm. months ago, but it was so great. And I've been wanting to put it here ever since. So here's Bill Hader's ghost story. Hello. Hi, Bill. Hi. I just heard from my producer that you have a ghost story. Yeah, I, yeah, my, I have a ghost story. I yeah. want to hear it. Uh, I was in a hotel in Ohio. I was asleep and it felt like I heard a crash and it felt like, you know, like when a cat darts across a room and it knocks something over. So I heard a crash and I got up and I put my feet down and I could feel something trying to light and it was dirt and it had knocked over a plant. So a plant had knocked over and I was like, well, that's weird. And I looked around, I thought something was in the room and then I went into the bathroom and I looked in the sink and I could see my reflection like real vividly in the sink. And I went like this into the sink and what it was, it was filled to the brim with water right to the brim. And when I went like this, all the water went and fell down. So I just stayed up all night and watched Sports Center. It was like filled up to yeah. the top. You could just touch it lightly and it all came out. And then I told the guy who lived there, or lived there, who worked there, I was like, hey, I had this weird thing happen. He was like, oh yeah, that room's haunted. <laughs> That's something you tell someone when they after, get the room. Yeah, you, know? you do it afterwards. You, go, you want the haunted room or not haunted right. room? And I'd be like, I prefer the non-haunted one, Yeah, Jethro. That- <laughs> He's so, so cute. He is cute. And he goes on to say that he thinks that it was a ghost cat in his room. Really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Which brings us to our brand new feature here at Haunted AF. And this was all Rebecca's idea. I, it was so not my idea. It was totally. <laughs> but you intro it. <laughs> all right. Dead pet of the week, baby. Woo! Yeah. It's the dead pet of the week. We need a theme song. Uh, do you think the ASPCA will sponsor it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and somebody needs to do like a dead pet of the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the reason, because we get tons of dead pet ghost stories. We do. And uh, we need to start sharing them. But it's always kind of like not quite enough to do all on its own. Right. So that's where we're going to start this feature. But here, I'm going to read this one. Okay. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to do our first dead pet of the week feature story. It's from ComicSans.com. About four months after my old cat died, RIP Nisa, mm-hmm. we got a little kitten. So the night we got her, I was laying in my bed trying to get to sleep after all the excitement. I felt paw steps on my back. And there there she was, clear as day. Nisa curled up on my pillow like she would always do before she went to sleep. I was so happy she was back, so I didn't make a big deal of it in hopes that she would stay. I actually fell asleep with her by my side, and when I woke up, she was gone. But one of her old toys was at the foot of my bed. She says, I still cry when I think about it. Oh, Oh my goodness. I'm a cat mommy. You are. So that like breaks my heart. That is so sweet. I can't even imagine that like the cat toy at the foot of the bed when no. you wake up the next day. No. <laughs> but listen, I have to warn you if you are telling ghost cat stories because I did live in an apartment where my roommate swore we had a ghost cat. Yeah. She would wake up and see like see it and yeah. then it would vanish. So I had a friend at one point years later in my new mom group, you know, mm-hmm. and she mentions her ghost cat and I'm like, "We had a ghost cat in college." And I told the whole story and she said, "No, I mean, I just have a cat that likes to hide under the bed and never comes out." And, oh, and then womp, womp. yeah, I look like the dumbass who was telling ghost (laughs) Ghost stories stories. with the mom group. So, warning. But there was another story of this Comic Sans thing. So, read this. Okay, so. This has nothing to do with pets either. It's just a good story. Just a good story. Once I was house sitting for my girlfriend's sister and they always told me about weird stuff that would happen there. Like the washer and dryer door would randomly fly open or the front door would open and close on its own. Dear Lord in heaven. Yeah. Uh, Didn't think much of it because I've never personally experienced any 
anything like that. Well, the first night I was there, I was in bed with the dog when all of a sudden he got up and started barking like crazy in the direction of the closet, which by the way was open and was lengthwise of the entire wall. Okay, so got it. So an entire wall of closet and it's open. I looked in that direction, didn't see anything, so I just tried to calm the dog down. As soon as I put my head back on the pillow, every single one of the hangers started to move in order, just like someone had dragged their hand along the entire length of the closet like a no! piano. No! No! Is this the ghost of Mommy Dearest? <laughs> no more wire hangers! Can you imagine? Can't you just see it though? Like... Yes, and that is terrifying as F. What the heck is it? We're constantly getting these uh, where you're house-sitting and the the ghosty stuff starts happening. I don't know. Can I tell a house-sitting story? Yeah, you have a ghosty one? It's not a ghosty one, but I was house-sitting for a friend of mine in Mm -hmm. Albuquerque, New Mexico, Yeah, and it was me and one other friend. Mm -hmm. We were staying there looking after his dogs, and so that night before we went back to stay at his house, uh, we're playing pool, and one of the people with us was like, oh, I can't believe y'all are spending the night at that house. Right. What is that supposed to mean? That's exactly what I said. And then somebody else who was with us was like, don't tell Julie. <gasps> I know. And there was that awkward silence. And I realized there was something wrong with this house yeah. that everybody knew about. So they finally told me that the people who lived in the house before my friend had been murdered by their son. Right. I'm sorry. I think you have to disclose that before you're allowed to go house sit somewhere. Right. And not only had he murdered them, he had buried them in the backyard. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> So that night, I'm laying, and of course his bedroom is in the master bedroom, you know? Oh my god! And I'm laying there with my friend Stephanie just looking at the ceiling thinking all night long, this is where it happened. Yeah. This is where it happened. And he even had like a a Virgin Mary shrine in his backyard, Uh like where they buried the bodies. Oh my (laughs) goodness, like in remembrance of. And so I kept thinking that they were just f***ing with me, you know? And so I talked to my friend, he called me the next day because he realized that I was freaking out. Yeah. And he was like, it's true. I'm sorry. Why like, didn't he tell you? That's why I got the house for so cheap. Because he knew it would freak me out. But you, can't just, <laughs> you can't just have people coming over and no. house sitting without telling them that information. But the crazy part, my friend Stephanie, I was like, I can't. I can't do it another no, night. I'm sorry. I get it. She stayed there by herself the next night. She Jeez. was like, I don't understand what your problem God, is. Can we do a slow clap? For I Stephanie know. Really? Being the ballsiest woman on earth. Balls of oh, steel, heck Stephanie. No. And she listens. So. Yeah, okay. Good for her. Hello? Hi, is this Doug? Hi, yeah. Hi, Doug. This is Rebecca and Julie from Haunted AF. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We are great. Now, you sent some audio to us, and it didn't work, so I have no idea what your ghost story is, but we are dying to hear it. Okay, yeah, definitely. So this took place in, like, 2010. I had just graduated high school. Uh My friends and I, I live in Indiana, so it's kind of boring over here sometimes. (laughs) It's boring here, too, um, sometimes. <laughs> My friends and I played with the Ouija board a lot. Oh no! For a while, yeah. In retrospect, we were dumb. Yeah, bad, but, bad moves. So. <laughs> So we played with that for a while, started to see some creepy things, so we had stopped. Okay. And it had been probably a good month time since then. I was laying in bed talking to this guy I was dating at the time, uh-huh. and I had a bathroom in my room. I turn and look just towards the bathroom. The bathroom door was open, and there was a lady standing there. What? And it was this lady in white, and her dress was kind of like flapping in the breeze, I guess. <gasps> So I was terrified, obviously. I turn and just go under the covers and tell my boyfriend what the hell I am looking at. And I just kind of 
stay under the covers all night and eventually fall asleep. So the next morning I had to wake up around five because I worked like in a factory at the time. And I go outside to smoke a cigarette and my parents had a glass door and I turn around and there's a man this time and he's just standing in the door looking at me and he's this old guy. No idea who he is. I luckily had my little lunchbox with me. I didn't even enter the house. I ran around the house, got in my car, went to work and I did not come home for a week because oh, oh my I was gosh. so terrified. <laughs> I went to other people's houses and everything. I'm just like, oh Lord. So that brings me to the scary part of the story. I'm staying with my friend Kristen and I'm sleeping upstairs and in the middle of the night I'm woken up to this noise of like someone walking up the stairs and I woke up terrified and I just had my eyes closed and the walking to me was like sinister because it was so slow. Oh slow creak after creak after creak up the damn stairs. I hear it go up the stairs. I hear it get to the threshold of the room. It walks in the room and I feel it standing directly next to my face. Oh, it's, yeah, it's just standing there. And I just know if I look at this shit, it's going to be over. Yes! So I don't look at it. Don't open your I eyes. Keep say, my keep eyes closed. Don't open your eyes. Then, <gasps> right. So then it turns and it walks to the foot of my bed and it starts saying my name. No! And Yes, bitch. Yes, <laughs> she did. It scared the oh. out of me. It was so terrifying. And then all of a sudden, from Dog. my face now, Dog. I feel something climb over me. And as it's climbing over me, it grabs my hands and it pulls me as if I'm like a big spoon, as if I'm cuddling and I'm instantly asleep until the morning. Oh. What? Why? Yeah. Yeah. What happened to you in the time between the pull and oh, the don't sleep? Say don't say that. I don't. I don't want to know. Like, yeah. So what happened? So I. I don't know. It was crazy. And my theory is. Okay. I finally told my auntie the story. Mm-hmm. She had no recollection of this woman, but I vividly remember like this man's face, how it was round. He had like a button nose. She said she thinks I was describing her father, my great grandfather. And it makes sense because I never really met him right. like that. Dang. I don't even know what to say to that. I say uh-huh. don't mess with uh, right. Ouija boards. No, no, <laughs> never again. Stay away from the Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. We won't even definitely. do a Ouija board. Yeah, no, definitely. And we're experts. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We just heard all the stories. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Doug. Thanks for sharing your stories. Thank you so much. Can I say one more thing? Yes. So I really appreciate your guys' podcast, especially because after all this crap that's happened to me, I have always felt like I was just nuts. And it's nice to have something I can like relate to and I don't feel crazy. So thank you for all that you do. Yeah, you just made our day. I know. Keep up the good work. I will talk to you guys later. Okay, bye-bye. Don't forget to send your ghost stories, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. If you go to the website, Mm hauntedaf.com, someone was chatting with me from the website the other day, and they said, what is your email address again? I'll send you some stories. I'm like, you can just put it right Right, here. It comes straight. Yeah, it comes straight to our inbox, so don't worry about it. But Ryan sent us some stories. Ziggy, will you play that? Hey, guys. uh, Love the podcast. I wanted to share with you guys a story of a restaurant called Catfish Plantation, which is about 30 minutes south of Dallas. 
And so the Catfish Plantation was an old house that they turned into this restaurant. And Waxahachie is known for, they've got all sorts of historic homes and a lot of history down there. So this restaurant, I've been going there since I was a little kid. And of course, it's always been known to be haunted. I think it was on several TV shows even. But I've been going there since I was a kid and I never really experienced anything, but there was always that hope that, you know, you might see something. And I remember one of the times I went and one of the waitresses brought over a comment book that people have written in of their experiences. And so I'm flipping through there and and of course you have different claims ketchup bottles lifting off the table while the customers are eating. Somebody said that the door to the bathroom locked, I think, and started shaking violently. Nothing like that ever happened to me. But what they did at this restaurant, and I'm not sure if they still do it, but they would have ghost hunters come every once in a while, and they would do these nighttime ghost hunts. And so you would go, and they would serve you all you can eat catfish, (laughs) and then you would do the ghost hunt. I'm in. Look, I'm a big guy, so anywhere where there's all you can eat catfish, (laughs) I'm going to be there. I'm not afraid of no ghost. So we started this ghost hunt. The way it works is the they'll have a I think there was two ghost hunters with us that would take us to different rooms and so they would you know teach us what some of the equipment did and basically the stuff you see on television. So we're sitting there. I think I have a K2 meter and I had digital recorder with me. A friend of mine was filming and we're all in this this room together, one of the main dining halls. So one of my friends is filming in the room and there's a table between us, a big round table. So while we're standing there, um, something weird happened. And I'm going to play you guys the clip. You're going to hear one of my friends ask, if there's anybody here, can you just say your name? And then about two seconds later, you hear a whisper. And I've tried to boost the audio, so here it is. Whoever's in here, can you just say your name? So that's creepy. And I want to I'll play it <laughs> yeah. one more time. Um, I'm ho- hopefully you guys can hear it okay. It sounded like the voice was in between my friend and myself, right above the table, because that was the only thing that was in between us. Whoever's in here, can you just say your name? The ghost hunting team, you know, they heard it. They couldn't explain it either. But I, I don't want to tell you guys what I think it says, because I kind of want to leave it up to everybody's interpretation. Uh, I, I thought it was a name. Anyways, I have some more stories for you guys that I'll tell you later from the Haunted Hill House and Mineral Wells. Something very creepy happened there that bothered me. And then some other stories from Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs and the far best theater in Mansfield. You guys are the absolute best. I look so forward to the podcast every week, and uh, I don't know how to end these things. There, that works. <laughs> That's perfect. You can end it just like that and okay. get used to it. Because I already wrote him back. I'm like, we need all of these yes, stories. Absolutely. Okay. But, what do you think it said? It sounded like like Christabel. I heard Krista. 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 Like yeah, there was definitely like a. Oh, there's s- a hard C at the front. There was a, s- and then like a. Yeah, kind of sound maybe. but there was definitely there's something there Defi- a, voice. a female voice is yeah what I heard. which is so funny i did a ghost hunt thing at catfish plantation yeah. a million years ago right. and they didn't give us any damn catfish oh i'm not comfortable with this but that's actually a really <laughs> that's a cool thing to do like catfish and a ghost tour yeah i love that yeah that's pretty cute so wait I, you it's funny a- that you mentioned the cat the catfish or that we mentioned the catfish plantation i actually had a woman email me and said that she went for lunch one day and this is like in the middle of the day and a plate 
literally flew across the room and like smashed against the wall. That's crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I think the original catfish plantation burned down at yeah. some point or part of it did. But and so we they all had know, to. Just because it burns down doesn't that doesn't mean, mean the ghosts anything. Go away. Yeah. So that you have a. Nothing. You have a Reddit story? I do. Let me pull it up here real quick. This is not like the scariest story I've ever heard. Okay. So last summer, my friend, his dad, and I were using two jet skis on, la- on a lake in central Ontario. I was on one and him and his dad were on the other. About halfway through our trip, all three of us saw a huge passenger plane flying super low. Like, I mean, dangerously low, like flying only 500 feet or so up in the air. And it was almost silent. This massive jet plane passed right next to us, not making a sound, and then disappeared over the horizon. I legit thought we were going to hear a crash and watch a fireball go up in the air. There's no airports anywhere close to the area where we were, where a massive jet would be flying into. We even asked other people around us if they saw it, and no one said they did, and no one really believed us. Now I believe in ghosts and all, but ghost planes, like question mark? Is that possible? Is it possible that we saw a ghost plane? God, I don't know. That's crazy. That's nuts. Is it like lost or... Right? I'm thinking the movie Ghost Ship. Yeah. But I've never heard of that before. I've never heard of anything like that before either. And I mean, that's a massive thing to see. That low and to not hear any sounds with it. And that three people witnessed it. Dude, I need to to Google this. Maybe you like when you're flying over the Bermuda Triangle, you go through <gasps> something like a portal. What if that's it? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you're back in wherever you were supposed to be right. going. Or it was like a jet from the future. Possibly. It's like a time traveling jet. And they're like, oh no. Like an like, interstellar where they like touch each other. Yes. What if it's that? I don't know. It's crazy, right? This is the second time you've referenced interstellar. Sorry. Are you like watching it? I, a know, bunch I of- just love that movie. <laughs> I really love that movie. Hello. Is this Alex with Reindeer Manor? It is. Hi! Yay! Hi, Alex. It's Julie and Rebecca from Haunted AF. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, we are doing great. And we're so excited to talk to you because the idea that one of these haunted attractions here in Texas could actually be haunted is like fantastic. So please tell us your story. Oh, man. Where do you even start? I I ended up at this location after I started haunting. So it kind of was almost a, a happy accident, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I ended up at Reindeer Manor, which was, we're we're down to 33 acres now, but there was a time where it was actually a 1,291 acre estate. Wow. And it was owned by, there was a guy named Walter Sharp. Walter had a brother named James. He's the guy who built this property. Okay. He bought it, was leasing it out, and then a family was killed there. Their house burned down. So what he decided to do next was build himself a house on this property that was a replica of the house he was living in over in Oak Cliff. And before it was done, he killed himself in the Oak Cliff house. He oh put my a pistol gosh. behind his left ear and took most of his brain out. Oh, so his son Matt inherited the property. Okay. And he lived out there from 20 until 29, and they raised racehorses. And then when the stock market tanked in 29, he poisoned his wife in the, the building that's now Reindeer Manor, and they hung himself in the building that's now the 13th Street Morgue. There's all kinds of murder happening on this property. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who owns it now is my landlord. And, uh, is he still he alive? He is the only person who's owned it for more than 10 years and not died. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. He he was getting pretty nervous right around the 10-year mark. So, so we'll, we'll see. How did you discover that it was haunted? Like, there had to have been something that happened there. For me, my first time I actually saw anything, I'd been out there probably 18 months. 
And um, I saw what we have, we, we call him the Shadow Man, just because there's no better name. And we're not entirely sure who he is or who he was, but I was on property by myself. And I want to emphasize again that this is Reindeer Manor that yeah. we're talking about, a place where you can like, right. go in mm-hmm. and do a haunted house, walk through a haunted house there. But so. then also oh, might yeah. get really haunted. Yeah. Okay. So keep going. Keep going. I guess what struck me as the strangest after it was all said and done was how natural and normal the experience actually was. And it didn't even occur to me until after it was over what I had seen and how I should have reacted. Because people I've told this to go, oh, my God, I would have been terrified. And I'm like, there wasn't even time to process what I was seeing. The first time I saw him, I was working in our graveyard scene. And I remember it very vividly. I had some floodlights set up so I could see. And I lifted my welding helmet. I'm kind of you know, looking around thinking about what my next move is going to be or what I'm going to weld to what. And I see the shadow of a person. For half a second, I thought, I guess there's somebody here. But something about it struck me as odd. And what it was later was that the shadow was between me and the source of light, um, the floodlights I had set up. And the shadow walked through a fence that I had built across an open grave that we had dug with a backhoe and then across another couple of fences and then just vanished. I'm and sorry, it was who are you burying? Nor- <laughs> <laughs> you said an open grave. Well, it's, you know, I know. it's a set. I it's a set. It's a haunted it, house. It, so. sounds like, it sounds like you've just murdered somebody. Yeah, the open grave. No, okay. So when you say he walks across the fence, is he just like, like is the shadow just kind of going over the fence or? Through it? Through yeah. it. Through, through it. it. And what, what we've discovered since then in subsequent visits from him is any wall that we have built he will walk through. Any of the original walls and doorways, he walks around or through. That's interesting. So it's almost like the building has somehow recorded the presence of this person having existed, and then we'll just periodically play back a little piece of it, if that makes any sense. Because he doesn't interact with anybody or mm-hmm. anything. What do they call that? Residual? Yeah. Residual haunting? Like yeah. yeah. The other thing that happens pretty regular, it's pretty common in both the reindeer building and the morgue that we will hear a man and a woman arguing with one another. But what's strange is it's hard to discern what they're actually saying. It's like it's coming from the next room, and it's very muffled, but it's clearly very very heated, but as you walk around the building, the source of the sound keeps moving and doesn't seem to emanate from just one particular place, like from a speaker. It almost seems to be coming from a large area. Right. We've gotten so used to it that it's just part of the operations out there. And whenever I have a new staffer who works in the off season with us, there is always that point where we have to have a talk. <laughs> and, and most recently, there's a girl who's my, my second in command named Heather. She sent me a text message and said, are you messing with me? Oh, no. It was just me and her on the property. And I wrote her back. I said, no, question mark. And she goes, you're not in the building right now making noise. And I wrote her back. I said, no. <laughs> I said, as a fact, I'm not even in that building. I'm in another building. And she goes, well, I hear a man and a woman in this building. So I just texted her. I said, meet me in the office. We have to talk. <laughs> we have to talk. It's time to have the, so the talk. I sat her down. She goes, well, why didn't you tell me when I took the job? I said, well, how the hell as an employer do I do that? Right. I sit you down and go, here's the job expectation. Here's how much you'll get paid. Oh, yeah. And by the way, ghost. And if you're working in a haunted house, yeah. are you really going to be that upset about the fact that it's really, really haunted? haunted? <laughs> Aren't you going to be like, no. heck yeah. yeah. Honestly, what I think scares people more than anything, the concept that maybe they're there by themselves and maybe somebody's broken into the building. Yeah. Mm. It would make sense too because you said that he poisoned his wife. Yeah. There had to be a lot of arguments before it got to mm-hmm. that point. That's not the kind of thing I would imagine you would just arbitrarily do 
one day. Alex, thank you so much for these stories. So if people want to go to the Reindeer Manor Haunted House, what's the website? How can they get tickets? Oh, it's reindeermanor.com. So yeah, easy. That's, easy. that's an easy yeah. one to find. Very, very simple and straightforward. And it's got a little bit of our history. There's some old photos of the property. Weren't you guys voted like one of the scariest mm-hmm. haunted attractions in the country? Yeah, we have been. I think we do a good job. Our customer base grows every year. And we've got diehard people who've been, I mean, literally people who came out when they were kids who have brought their kids who are now bringing their grandkids. This is season 46. There's actually no haunted house in the world older than ours. Oh, oh that's wow. fantastic. And we're still going strong. I mean, it, we call ourselves the cockroaches of the industry. I mean, you're <laughs> the well, thank you so much, Alex. And again, that's reindeermanner.com. And uh, have fun. Watch out for the shadow man. Yeah. Always. Don't forget to visit Haunted AF's new sponsor, the White Rock Ale House and Brewery, sometime soon. You can find them on Facebook by searching White Rock Ale House and Brewery. They're on Twitter and Instagram as well. Oh, my God. They've got a Golden Girls trivia night next week. I know. (laughs) I need to go. I will win at that. I will win. I will slaughter everyone. Okay, let's go. So get more details at whiterockalehouse.com. Also, go to hauntedaf.com. Find the online store. Just go to more, and you'll see online store. That's where you can buy your T-shirt. Again, send us pictures of yourself in your t-shirt and while you're on our website hit the chat button tell us your ghost stories we need ghost stories especially coming up here to Halloween Absolutely. we need all of the good stuff and you can either send it to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com or again just hit chat when you're at hauntedaf.com because it all goes straight to our inbox I'm like we'll take it written we'll take a voice memo and if you want to do an interview we'll absolutely reach out to you I'm personally a big fan of the voice memos me too I always like I just love to hear people in their own little environment I do too I love hearing everybody's voices. So coming up on the next Haunted AF, it looks like we are giving people ghosts again. This guy sent me an email. Yeah, and he was like, I'm not saying it's the podcast, but it's it's the the podcast. podcast. Yeah. So we have another story from somebody who's experiencing stuff while they are listening. And we also have an awesome story about a creepy camping trip. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the Blair Witch Project. No, no. Yeah, that's all coming up on the next Haunted AF. All right, Haunted AFers, remember to subscribe, either iTunes, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, as well as our brand new website, hauntedaf.com. Ooh, it's so bright and shiny over there. Gotta say thanks to our board op, Ziggy Backer. <laughs> and to Andrew Mamalaga for our theme song. Also, a shout out to On Air Media for titles and technical support. And of course, we have to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm going to come back and haunt you. Oh, I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Mm-hmm.